Welcome to the Father Son NBA podcast. I'm Jaden. This is Kimon. And the finals are over. The Golden State Warriors <clears throat> are your NBA champions for the 2022 NBA season. What's your reaction to that, Dad? So <laughs> I am excited for the Warriors. I am also excited that the Celtics didn't win another championship as a Laker household. We didn't want the Celtics to get to 18. But also, I'm just really happy for for Steph. I'm really happy for Clay coming back after that horrific injury injuries. I'm happy for Draymond kind of showing out at the end. And I'm happy for like Andrew Wiggins and his redemption story. So I'm happy at the end of the series. How about you, Jane? How do you feel? I'm happy with the outcome. I'm glad the Warriors won. It's a, it's a happy ending. <laughs> now, let's be honest. You were cheering against the Warriors in almost every series except this one. You were cheering for Memphis. You were cheering for Dallas. Um, I don't know if you were cheering for Denver, but I know definitely in the last two rounds, you were not going for Golden State. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Warriors fan. I like how they, how they play, but usually I cheer against them. Why is that, though? Before we get into the game, before we get into the series, I want to know, why do you cheer against Golden State? They're just good guys. Um, Probably because for the last, like, what, seven, seven years, they've, like, dominated the league. So, yeah, I, don't, I cheer against them. All right. Well, let's get into last night's game. Um, what What do you think about the game? It seemed like the Celtics came out. They they were putting it on Golden State. It was like a fourteen to two game at the beginning. I think was it fourteen to two, and then it just seemed like Golden State just caught their legs and took over the game. Like, what do you think caused the shift in the game early on? I don't know. I think the Warriors just like <clears throat> it's like some maybe they had a timeout or something. They just like they woke up and. That was that was a sight to behold. Like what was it, twenty five to zero run? I think it was twenty one to zero. Something crazy. You sure it was twenty one? I think it was more than that. If it was two to fourteen, mm-hmm. that would have been twenty three to fourteen. I think that's that's not that much of a big deal. You're probably right. Yeah, I think it was twenty five to zero, but they had some a crazy run. Everybody was hitting, and yeah, I feel I saw like the the Celtics. They were getting dejected like after every play. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, they wouldn't have like the same energy they bring to every play. So when did you know the Warriors had won this game? Like when do you when did you know you like okay the Warriors are gonna win tonight? Uh, fourth quarter. Um, I think the Warriors were up by like fifteen. I feel like you know it's it's never over. Like you can you can never say a game is over unless it's like twenty five points or something. But. Um, when the Warriors were up by like 20 at halftime, I was like, that's not over yet. Um, the Celtics made a run. They got within like, what, eight or nine points and in the fourth. And like that's why you say the games are never over because you never know what could happen. But once the Warriors were up by like 15 with like three minutes, I think that was pretty much over. So in- interesting you say it that way. I understand what you're saying, right? It's never really over. But even with all the runs that the Celtics were making – it just never seemed like Golden State was um, dejected. It just seemed like, okay, they made a run. Once they got it to eight, Golden State would hit a three. 
They would get a stop. They, uh, the Celtics would turn the ball over. So I just never felt like Golden State lost control of the game from the time they took over in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean the Warriors are the Warriors are poised. I could say that about them. Um, that that plays to their advantage every time. So let me give you your prop, Jaden. You did call it Warriors in six. So um, you're not quite Ostradamos, but Black Woj over here, Jaden, has called it. He said it was going to be um, uh, game six that the Warriors would win in. So congrats on that. And uh, let's give our props to Ostradamos. <laughs> what do you think about Draymond's game based on what Ostradamos said um, a few days ago? I mean, he's, he stepped up. I can say that. Um, yeah, he stepped up. How many points did uh, give, give us his stats? Uh, I think he had 12 points, 10 rebounds, and like eight assists. So, shout out to Ostradamos. You almost had the stats right and you had it for the wrong game. But uh, we'll give you your props on this podcast that uh, you came out here and you said Draymond was going to dominate when a lot of people were saying Draymond looked washed. Some people said he looked washed. Some people said he looked way too small against the Celtics' size, but Draymond had a Draymond uh, roll back the clock kind of game. Yeah, Draymond is still a, a, a mostly version. You know, he's still he's not all the way like you know old Draymond, but you know Draymond is still Draymond. All right, so let's talk about the game. Um, who were your like who stood out? Like who really stood out in this game? Right, so we know the obvious. We'll talk about Steph, but tell me other people who stood out in this game, and then we'll talk about who underwhelmed, like who who really just disappointed. I will say um, Wiggins for MVP. He like man, he was like their second best player this whole series. He really locked up Tatum, um, got some steals for the Warriors, made some big shots for the Warriors, ran in transition, got some easy buckets for the Warriors. He did a little. He did everything basically. I think I'm glad that um, I think her name is Deanne Salters. Oh, um, um, Lisa Salters. Oh, Lisa Salters. I'm glad that she brought Wiggins up to speak because he was a really big part of the Warriors' run, championship run. All right, so Wiggs definitely shout out to Wiggs. I was uh, looking at his defense on Tatum, and it was amazing to me to see how uncomfortable he made Jason Tatum. And by the way, the Celtics, one of the things they disappointed me with is there'll be times that Wiggins is on, like, say, um, Jason Tatum, and, like, Steph is guarding um, Al Horford, and they would not pass the ball and get it around to Steph, but he would uh, Tatum would go up against uh, Wiggins, and Wiggins, his length, his athleticism, his anticipation really bothered Jason Tatum in this series. All right, who else, Jaden, would you say um, really impressed you in this game? Probably Steph. Yeah, Steph. Why? I mean, Steph hit a lot of big shots. Um, he kind of, I think, yeah, he's, he was a big part of the run they made in the first quarter. Um, yeah, he just he just stays solid. You know who impressed me in this game was Gary Payton II. I think GP2 is um, just a plug-and-play guy. He fits where the Warriors have their holds. And that dude was playing almost like power forward center a lot of times in the game and holding his own. He uh, There was one time when he came down, had a bad turnover, and just stripped the ball at the next end, just like, I'm going to take it back. 
I'm going to make up for my mistake. And I just think he was a game changer in this game and also overall in this series. Yeah. Um, came back. Um, yeah, it's tough to come back in the finals. That's a hard thing to do already. But, you know, made his mark on the defensive end and helped the Warriors. All right. Listen, one, one last person we got to give a shout out to, I think, uh, even though his team didn't win, I would say Robert Williams the third. Robert Williams, first of all, gutted it out on a bad knee, and I don't know what other injuries because that dude kept falling down all the time. But you couldn't shoot if he was six feet away from you. What do you think about Robert Williams, Jaden? He was insane. Like that block he had on um, Jordan Poole, yeah. he jumped before. Like it, was, it wasn't even like you know a layup or something. It was a three-pointer. Jordan Poole was taking his time dribbling, dribbling. And uh, he thought he got Robert Williams by, like, you know, taking his time and, like, trying to be unpredictable about it. But he shot it. Robert Williams jumped before him. He what he, he blocked the ball back, like, <laughs> over half court or something? Yeah, yeah. Something crazy. Robert Williams is insane. Yeah, I don't know, Jaden. Give me – I don't know if you can give me another shot blocker who is better than Robert Williams right now because that guy right there, to me, like, once he was in the game – and they kept him in the paint or around the paint area. The Warriors couldn't drive. Yeah. Who's another shot blocker you think was is, is even close to him? I don't even think Gobert is close to that. I don't know. He might be the best, honestly. He might be the best. And he's hurt. He's doing this while he's hurt. So <laughs> That's crazy to me. And by the way, he is not a seven-footer. He looks like around 6'10". But he just has ups, timing, long arms. He's just like perfect shot blocker. All right, let's talk about who really let you down. And by the way, I'm not going to tell people what you said about uh, my boy Jason Tatum. But like, talk to me about what do you think were the problems for the Celtics this game, this series? Who let you down? Talk to us. Um, I don't know. They don't. They don't have like a. To me, they don't have like a calming presence type of guy that could just like you know. Hey guys, calm down. Um, you know, just give me the ball. I'll make plays for you guys. I'll, I'll take the tension off of you guys. I don't think Marcus Squat Mark is quite that. Um, Jason Tatum doesn't have the consistency. <clears throat> Jalen Brown is really good. Um, man, just I'll just say Jason Tatum sucks. <laughs> I cannot believe you said that on the podcast, Jay. You were saying that at home. I didn't think you would come out here and slander my guy Jason Tatum on the podcast. He just sucks, man. I don't know what happened to him. Like the especially this game. What did he shoot? He shot something horrible. Yeah, 13 points. Yeah. I think that's all. He had 11 points at halftime. Then had two the rest of the second half. He was just brick after brick. Like he can't he can't finish. He turns the ball over every time. He's a brick. I mean, I don't know. He, he's fouling. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything good for the Celtics. Okay. In this game. All right. In this game. All right. I'm glad you added in this game. Cause come on now, Jason Tatum is one of the at least ten and possibly higher best players in the league right now. I'll tell you what I think the problem was with Jason Tatum, and probably let's extend it to some of the other players on the Celtics. First of all, you're absolutely right. They need a point guard or a guard or someone to handle the ball who can, as you said, calm things down and organize the offense. Jason Tatum did, they had him doing way too much in this series. 
Okay, so I can understand him even handling the ball at the top of the um at the top of of the offense, like at the top of the this 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 the um uh, the three point line. I can understand that, but I don't understand him having him bring the ball up all the time. That is tiring, especially with Wiggins like playing him ninety four feet a lot of times. That's a lot of mental energy, physical energy, and you're playing him forty four minutes a game. He's played two seven-game series. He's played some really hard. Like, that's a lot to ask any player. And then, of course, he's having the defense key in on him. So I think they really didn't put him in a lot of positions. Like, mentally, he was just tired. I think he was making bad decisions because he was tired. What do you think about that? I can can understand. But, I mean, it's the finals. You can't. You can't um can't have excuses. Like this is this is what you play for. So yeah, he's he disappointed very much. They need to, they need a ball handler next season. Absolutely. Marcus Smart, love you to death. I think you're a great um defender, tough as nails, but you're not a point guard for a team that's gonna win the finals. They need someone, at least even off the bench, so that in pressure situations. And it's not Derek White, and it's not Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we talked about that. I think Ime Odoka, good coach. I just think um, he really should have played to his strength. Sometimes he didn't in this series. So, this has been a good series. Um, overall, what do you think of this NBA season? The season is over. What do you think of this season, Jane? Well, personally, the season was terrible. <laughs> Why is that? The Lakers are the laughing stock of the league, right? But um, playoffs were okay. You know, there was blowouts. You know, like every other game early on, but they had they had some entertaining matchups. Um, the finals, you know, I'll say it's a good finals. I like the finals. All right, biggest revelation in in this um, in this year's playoffs. Who is like one player, maybe a team? Whatever. What's the biggest uh, revelation? Like you go, wow, didn't see that coming before these playoffs. Uh, I might say Jalen Brown, the way he played. I didn't expect that. Okay, I'll give you mine though. I think Wiggs. Even though I knew Wiggs was good in the regular season, there was a point after he got um, the All Star selection, he kind of tailed off. He was missing free throws. He was just kind of like starting to revert back to Minnesota Wigs. But the playoffs, that dude played defense against Luka. He played defense against John Morant after um, Gary Payton II went down. He played defense against um, Jason Tatum, and he held his own against all of them. He made clutch shots, drove to the basket, played just amazing floor game, got a lot of rebounds. So, I think he was the revelation. He was the eye-opener of these playoffs. What do you think about our weeks? Um, yeah, I, he, he really stepped up. Second best player for the Warriors. Yeah, he stepped up. All right. Um, so we'll be back um, in a little while. Um, we got to talk about the draft is coming up. We got to talk about offseason and tr- trades and free agency got to talk about the moves that the Lakers are going to make. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up on the podcast, and we might be having some more guests coming up on the podcast, Jaden. 
Um, but give the people, if you could get just one player off of the Warriors who might be a free agent next season, who do you want for the Lakers? I'll probably say Gary Payton. Why? He's a defensive monster, honestly. <laughs> he's like he's he's so like he he will literally mirror your moves. <clears throat> he um he steals everything. Great in transition, you know. Capable of hitting the open three. I like him a lot. All right, all right. There you hear it. Uh, so GP, if you listen to this podcast, um, hit up uh, Jaden. He is the assistant to the assistant GM of the Lakers. He'll get you a good contract. And uh, come on over to Lakerland. We'll take care of you. And uh, you can go back to the finals and win again next year in the purple and gold and finish something that your dad didn't get a chance to finish when he came to Lakerland. What do you think about that? I think we can do that. Yeah, if Russ is gone, yeah, we could do that. If Russ is gone. All right, listen, Jaden. I thought um, Russ was back in good graces with the Lakers, talking about him in a good light. But I guess you have not buried the Russ hatchet. We're going to have another episode to talk about it. All right, listen, y'all. Do us a favor. We're going to be kicking off our father-son NBA talk Twitter, and we'll be having some other social media handles. Uh, So subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, and go ahead and subscribe to us on Twitter. Um, We're going to set that up, and you will look for it in the show notes. And once you see that, please subscribe to us. Well, no, what is that? Follow? What do you do? Yeah, follow. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. And so take us out, Jay. Thanks for listening to the Game six post reaction, post game reaction um, of the Father Son NBA talk. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.